You want to know why your schools suck? Your schools suck because the people that own the property in the hood, their children don't go to those schools. So they're diverting the property taxes to other places. It all starts with credit score. How to beat the track. Jay Morrison, and welcome back to another episode of How to Beat the Trap. And I got an amazing guest right now. This is going to be the money talk. This is bag talk in the trap. I got my brother right here next to me, King Azik Ali, uh, founder and CMO of Nove Money. And uh, that's all we talk about, man, is money, black wealth, and legacy. Facts. Um, Understatement. Z, welcome to the trap, brother. Man, it's good to be here, bro, and I never thought I'd say that. <laughs> right, a pleasure to be in the trap. That's right. <laughs> all right, so guys, as you know, the trap is defined as a program or system designed to entice or entangle us, but secretly for the benefit of another. Come on. And what we do is we bring on amazing guests, entrepreneurs, overachievers, influencers who have been able to circumvent, beat, or leverage the trap for their own benefit, right? Reverse that matrix. Yeah, man. Um, and, you know, you're one of those guests. Somebody I immediately thought of, like, I got to have King Zeke on um, and get into your story. And it's really about how we are able to beat America's most infamous traps. Yeah, man. The culture trap. Yeah. The college trap. Facts. The corporate trap. Come on. And the corner trap. That's it, Right? Bro. So we're going to tap into that, guys, today. And we're going to get all the way into it. So, Zeke, you know me um, in business, I like to reverse engineer things. Yeah. I like to work backwards. Yeah. Especially yeah. when I'm facing a trap. I got to back up that thing real quick. Come on. So I want to start today with our interview with talking about who you are today, right? The CMO, the founder, the leader. Right, right, the powerful black man, all that. I want this is your opportunity to talk your stuff, yeah. right, and tell them, tell them who you are, what you're doing, what your vision and mission is, and then we're going to reverse engineer and go back to the beginning about, you know, how you came up, uh, how you got here. Yeah, man. Well, I refer to myself as an entrepreneur supremacist. Like, mm. I, I, I believe that entrepreneurs are the cream of planet Earth. I believe that, you know, we deserve to live in luxury. I believe we deserve to have the best of everything. I think without us, civilization grinds to a halt. Like, we're the ones that push mankind forward, you know. And uh, the same way back in the days of chattel slavery, uh, literacy created bondage. Um, and, and that's why they didn't want us to be able to read and write, because they knew illiteracy was a just straight pipeline of bondage. Mm. Um, well, I think today it's entrepreneur illiteracy that has us trapped. And so my whole mission, my whole stated goal, because I've never had a job. Like, all I've ever done is hustle. I've never had the, the safety and security of a paycheck. And so I just feel like if everybody could get this uh, mindset in their mind where they understand that it's not nearly as hard as you've been taught to believe then the whole world would be a better place because wow. entrepreneurs are the problem solvers. We the wizards, you know? Wow. He said, I'm stuck on entrepreneur supremacist. Yeah, straight up. <laughs> straight Jeez. Up, yeah. That got to be a title of this joint. Yeah, man. Entrepreneur that, supremacist. To me, that's the wave, bro. It's like we living in a whole new era. They can't just hold us back. The way they used to they used to be able to lock that information behind the mm. doors at, at at harvard or at at princeton or at right. mit but now we got everything is equal i mean right. and it ain't it still ain't equal but they done messed around and created us into superhumans because we done did so much for so long with so little we now qualified to do anything with nothing give us that information we out of here hey man listen <laughs> you prime example of that bro i'm so proud of you i'm so proud of what you Thank and you, your Jay. wife are doing man because you know a lot of people they think it's easy, you know, and they, they want a Monday morning quarterback and talk about what they would have did and what they could have did. 
But I just love your movement, man, because you're not stopping, bro. That's and, a fact. And, and you're an inspiration to all of us. That's a, I appreciate you, King, yeah. for real, for real. Yeah, fact. Um, so tell them a little bit about what Nove Money is, man. That sounds swanky, swaggy, cool. What, what's Nove Money? Yeah, so the name is uh, very fitting because Nove is like the plural of a Nova. So it's like, uh, you know, a Nova obviously is a superstar, where Nove is like the coming together of superstars. Mm. And then it also has a meaning that's based around new beginnings, because when we look at the fact that, you know, financial illiteracy in the richest country in the world is just completely out of control. Uh, when we look at like what's going on with this supply chain crisis right now, who knows when you're watching this, but right now as we come to you, uh, all hell is about to break loose. Hyperinflation, store shelves are about to be empty. Mm. Um, you, you're talking about everything's about to skyrocket but people's paychecks. Wow. And so if there's never been a time in history where you better be an entrepreneur, man, you better start thinking about it right now. And we feel like Nove is a great place to start. So Nove is all about ownership preparation. You know, we start from the place of personal credit because uh, an 800 credit score is worth $100,000 in investment power. A lot of people call America mm. the land of opportunity, but they don't really understand uh, why we call it the land of opportunity. Why are people trying to outrun trucks barefoot to get here? Why are people trying to outswim sharks? Why are they putting up fences to keep people out? <laughs> Floating you know on I mean? rafts to get here. Right? Listen, man, it's because this is the land of opportunity. And what is that opportunity? It's credit, bro. It's credit. Mm. Like if you're in the Honduras, if you're in Guatemala and you got a good business idea, you know what you got to do? You got to sell something. You, you got to get out there and pick more crops. You got to peel more potatoes. You wow. ain't, ain't. But in America, man, when you have that idea, if you've been playing a game raw, they will give you what you need just because of a number that's attached to your name. This is the land of opportunity. Paper money. Listen, a man. A made up and, score. And, and this is a made up score. And, and this is the reason why we are laughing stock worldwide, the American Negro, because we've been socially engineered to self destruct. You, you, I'm mm. going to tell you why a lot of these uh, uh, cats, you know, our brothers from mothers of another color, are, are so for reparations when they are. It's because they know we're financially illiterate. So if they were to give us the money, all we're going to do is participate in this big game of who can give it back the quickest, The, the bro. culture trap. We the culture trap, bro. Who could be the biggest consumer? Who can be the biggest consumer? It's a race to the bottom. And so we're saying, nah, it's about ownership preparation. I'm going to tell you how you stop systemic racism. I never heard this on Fox. Mm. I never heard this on CNN. I never heard this on MSNBC. But let's take police brutality, for instance. If you want to stop police brutality, you raise the credit score of the community. Why? Because when you have good credit, you buy homes, homeowners vote, and a sheriff got to run for election. So that's where we start. We start with personal and credit. The homes the pay the taxes. The taxes on the homes is what pay for your local government. Come on. Your schools. Come on. And your roads. That's it. Well, you want to know why your schools suck? Your schools suck because the people that own the property in the hood, their children don't go to those schools. <laughs> so they're diverting the property taxes to other places. It all starts with credit score. This is why it's so important you get serious about yours. But mm. it don't stop there. Because the thing about personal credit is the more you use, the lower your score drop. 
versus business credit, the more you use, the more they give you. Mm. So what we do is we give you these trap bars. techniques. Listen, man, we, we try and- Say that again, you. trap bars, say that again. <laughs> listen, <laughs> listen, it, it, with personal credit, the more you use, the lower your score goes. With business credit, the more you use, the more they give you. So our goal, one of our goals is to get you to the point where you can transfer your debt from your personal credit over to your business credit. Now your personal credit score shoots up and then your business credit skyrockets at the same time. So you can participate in the land of what? opportunity mm. man this is the land of opportunity but we ain't done so next we take you to the business and funding uh, uh the business funding and lending where right now we got this supply chain crisis going on i can't talk about it enough because i don't think people are talking about it at all but like bro um and, and i know king jay knows this i don't know if y'all know this but you know, a container load that, that you know, a 40-foot container load like you see when you're watching movies like Transporter or whatever, right? <laughs> Yo, it used to cost $4,500 to get one of those from China to America. Mm. Right now, them things, to get it from here, to, to get it from there to here is right around $33,000. Wow. What kind of business can absorb a cost of goods increase like that? So everybody's about to need money. And so it's a good time to be with... With, with no very money and being abundant in lending game is the easiest time to sell money. But uh, we still ain't done. Then there's the consumer financing piece. So, so far we talked about the personal credit. We talked about the business credit. We talked about the funding and lending. And then there's the consumer financing so give us the, piece. No, let's, slow the, let's slow the funding and lending down. Yeah, Because I'm all about that TBM, the bank's money, that okay. OPM, all okay. the people's money. Okay. Talk okay. about that funding and lending real quick. Break that down for us. What's See, the opportunity here? The, the, the whole opportunity with funding and lending is that there are so many banks products that are designed to give you access to capital, right? Mm. And the reason why you want to work on your personal credit and work on your business credit is uh, I remember Too Short, Too Short had this line in one of his raps. He was like, money, you better buy you something. You know what I mean? And so the whole play is that- Money, you better buy you something. Money, you better buy you something. And so the whole play with money is that the higher your credit score, the cheaper you can get the money for. Mm. And so with our program, and um, you know, we've linked with the Legacy Center, we have a whole partnership that we'll be telling you about, but the way our program works is we have eight different funding categories, everything from unsecured business funding to term loans, mm. to uh, cash advances, silver <laughs> invoice factoring. Yeah, man, we got all types of personal loans, debt consolidation loans and all of that because one of our stated goals is to get rid of this predatory lending. Everybody always talking about ain't no money in the hood. Well, then why y'all's answers be in there? You know what I mean? Right. It, it, what we there for? Listen, <laughs> why y'all there setting up y'all's corner stores and y'all's nail salons and all that? We know there's money in the hood. The problem is we're financially illiterate, so they keep on being able to take advantage of us. Well, we end in that. Our goal is to get rid of the predatory lending practices and make it so that the underbanked society starts to participate as viable members and contributing members to this thing we call the planet Earth. Mm, and so, and, and as you say, predatory lending what pops in my head is the word pray yeah right but nobody can't prey on you when it comes to a loan if you're literate and know how the loan works and how the money works and that's why i'm so proud of you bro because from the beginning since you've been out here you've been trying to teach people the laws of money and how it works like how it operates how you can either get leverage because everybody talks about capitalism like it's bad right capitalism until you show me a better system is the greatest system on the planet. It's just that- Ain't nobody cracked that code. 
ain't nobody cracked this capitalism code. Like, right. you, you know, that's why they try and get over here. But the whole play is that if you don't capitalize, you're getting capitalized on. Mm. What, what, what a lot of people don't know, King, is that capitalism is based on ignorance. Mm. That's why illiteracy was such a big part of chattel slavery. And that's why this, the college trap, the school trap, they don't teach us financial literacy Come on. all through school. That's it. They'll teach you trigonometry. Come they'll teach you photosynthesis. They'll teach you history, but never give you photosynthesis. Photosynthesis. You know yeah, what I mean, bro. bro? But never teach you money because if you were wise and smart on money, you'd be able to participate in the system. That's it. But the system is designed to entice and entangle us secretly That's for it. the benefit of the corporations and yes. the corporation, yes. America, yes. the corporation. That's Keeping it. people dumb about money. That's it. Because money and capitalism only changes hands when you know something I don't know. Like, and people think the government here to save you. I'm about to prove to you the government ain't here to save you. Like, 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 like we go to the barber shop because he knows something we don't know. Correct. Right? Or we or, or, or the ladies go to the hair salon because the hairdresser knows something she don't know. Or we go to Walmart because Walmart knows something we don't know. In that case, they know where to get it cheaper. And the government's job ain't to come in there and be like, oh, you can't sell King Jada's flat screen for three thousand dollars when y'all only paid thirty in China. Right. You know what I mean? Y'all <laughs> bought that TV for thirty dollars and y'all selling it for three. But the government don't step in and say, no. If I'm willing to pay for it, you allowed to sell it. That's to a me. market. It's a free market. It's free trade. That's capitalism, and it's all based on your ignorance. Right. And so that's how you know that the best thing smoking is capitalism because if you learn more, you earn more. There's mm. no way around it. King. They are killing us right now in haircuts. Talk about it, bro. Ha haircuts that went from a dub to like, yo, the average haircut in Atlanta is like $45. Bro, if, if you go to the barber. Bro, if you know that fool, you know what I mean? If you if you know him, you know what I mean? They charging you $50. My, 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 I followed this, I followed my <laughs> man, bro, the three different barber shops. Every shop he was going up and get up like, man, this is crazy. But I'm gonna tell you what they did, bro. They were celebrating when all this free money hit the economy. Mm. They was loving it because they don't, they're, they're financially illiterate. They don't understand that money is just like anything else. The more of it there is, the lower the value. Mm. You know what I mean? I remember I used to love like uh, them um, Klondike bars and whatnot. And then I bought like, and now I can't stand the joints because I just, because it's like the more of something you have, the less value it has. You appreciate like, it less. You appreciate it less. That's what's going on with the dollar. They are flooding the economy with so much money. And y'all are just loving it. Y'all are like, oh my God, give us more, give us more. Man, you think they ain't thought of that? All they gonna do is raise the prices to get that back. But we celebrating all the way to destruction, man. It's crazy. Celebrate with more consumerism. Celebrate more but, consumerism, bro. Slaves to consumerism. Well, to, to your point, I brought the barber because it's like, yo, if the barber has a skill and knows something I don't know. Yeah. I can go get a different barber. Yeah. I can go to Walmart and get clippers myself for, for, right. for less than 40 bucks That's and right. do my shape up and cut my own hair. Whatever it ain't gonna more. be this. Nope, nope. And because he has that skill, yep. and because I'm desperate for that skill, of what he knows, I'm willing to pay these inflated prices and that's capitalism. Man. He got me. He got me where he want me. And then it's hard to find a good barber, bro, <laughs> even in Atlanta. So you find Well, get that pushback. One. You know what I'm saying? Be 40, 40 years old with that pushback. You that's know what it, mean? bro. Listen, now we look at well, I ain't gonna name no names, but yeah, cast me having a pushback, bro. <laughs> so it's like, nah, man, it's 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 um it's it's a beautiful thing once you decide to use the system and not get used by All it. Alright, use the matrix, use the trap. Use All the right. matrix. Use so what else the no trap. they got for us? Alright, you see the funding and Financing. 
Yeah, so, so, so far we talked about the personal credit, we talked about the business credit, we talked about the uh, funding and lending, and then there's the consumer financing. Okay. You know, uh, this, is, this is to me one of my favorite pieces about it uh, because of the fact that with the consumer financing, what you're talking about is being able to lower the barrier to entry to this information. Mm. You know, now we're in a time where we don't want to go to college and learn uh, 2x equals 6 you know what is x x is who give a damn because I can't even buy a sandwich with that right, right. we don't want to learn from a, a business teacher where we raise our hand and say you know excuse me you know what kind of business do you have and now he fail you because he think you're being a smart ass but it's like no nah, you teaching the business class I just want to know what kind of business you have right no you a middle class you know what I mean? You live in paycheck to paycheck, and we don't want to do that anymore. What we now want to do is learn from people like King J, who have been there, done that, and gotten a T-shirt. Like, they have the stripes. They have the credentials. But listen, King J cost, as he should cost, because he put the blood, sweat, and tears in it to learn this particular craft. He becomes a human shortcut. And so... What are we faced with now? Now we're faced with a situation where if I have a skill set to teach, um, I'm forced to either try and count your pockets and right. lower my numbers, trying to devalue not my expertise, devalue my expertise, or now you're going to comparison shop. You're going to shop around, right? You don't have to do that anymore because we have consumer financing. Peace, family. King Hazik is so phenomenal, so powerful. I am proud that the Legacy Center is now partnering with Nove Money to offer all kinds of credit repair, business funding, and consumer financing for instructors, educators, and coaches. That's right. Now you don't have to discount your prices to get your full value as a business, but also can make it affordable for your constituents to afford your programs. So you can finance and fund any kind of courses from $500 to $30,000. Well, tap into this consumer financing, business funding, credit repair, and all the financial services under Nove through the Legacy Center by going to LegacyCenter.com forward slash money. I'll see you there. Peace. We look at brothers like King Jay as the new Harvard. We, we, we look at you as the new Howard, mm. you know, and that makes us the new Fannie Mae, you know what yeah. I mean? Because our whole play is to make it so that with this consumer financing, a.k.a. buy now, pay later, you know, when I was a little kid, they called it layaway, you right. know what I mean? But instead of uh, you having to lay that thing away with consumer financing, if you're a coach, and it don't even stop with coaching, if you're a dentist, a cosmetic surgeon, mm. you could be you could be a, a, a nutritionist, you could be um, somebody who does hair replacement, you could be somebody who does uh, tummy tucks. It could be anything, right? Any product between 500 and then tens of thousands of dollars, we make it so that you, the business owner, get your full money in 48 hours, mm. even though the client doesn't make a payment for 30 days. Wow. So what does this do? This means that instead of you having to come up with that $1,000 for that course, you're paying $20 a month. Wow. So it lowers that barrier to entry so we can get this information out to our people. And then that rising tide starts to lift every boat in the bay. So someone sees my value as a business coach, business expert, capital raising expert. And Come says, on. Yo, I want King J. Yeah. I don't got to dummy down my time and value because I'm not. No. But if I have, a ticket on, I, have, I have a ticket on my expertise and my coaching that I can teach you more than you can learn in any business Come school. Come on. You, I can get full value, but yes. that person now can finance their, their their coaching with me, and they can learn how to raise millions of capital from me. Come on, but pay minimal, no payment for thirty days, and pay minimal monthly after that. And then what makes it so uh, dope to work with brothers like you is because when you're rocking with King J, you're gonna learn how to make money. So even though our terms go out. 
you know, as far as 84 months, which is like seven years, learning from a king like this, you're going to make that money back in six months. You're going to make that money back in a year. If you go real slow, you're going to make that back in 18 months. Pay off the whole loan, but the knowledge is yours forever. That's the true wealth, man. Capital right. is portable. Capital comes from a word, capitas, which means portable. The Jewish people teach their children that the real wealth is not the material goods. It's mm. the information where you can blow it all and then get it back because you know what you know. Yeah. And we in capitalism where you learn more, you have to earn more. It's a law of nature. <laughs> gotcha, gotcha. So Nove Money, I love that name. Nove Money Word. is offering us the foundation of, of getting money, access to money, business credit, personal credit, financing, funding, um, being able to tap into mentors and experts. I got some mentors that I want to tap into, yeah. but I personally don't want to drop the bag yeah. that they asking for yeah. because we, they we all like we don't like the part with our money, but Listen. the reality is that information is certainly worth it because it's gonna right. be worth my investment. I'm That's mature right. enough to, to make that investment, yes. but if I cannot make it for 30 days, yes. get the game, yes. and then bust my move and then pay that off, Come on. or pay it off same as cash Come for the on. first six months or 12 months with no interest. That's it. Um, that, that's no brainer. And, and that's have, leverage. That's leverage. That's leverage because you don't always want to take the money out of your, you know, your crypto or or out of your ETF or or wherever your money is working for you and drop that whole bag. Right, on the somebody. equity out of your home, right? The equity out your home and, and drop that whole bag on somebody else. That's understandable. But now you don't have to. And you don't want to miss that opportunity because that's the opportunity cost of the information. That's exactly right. And and, and that's a great point that Being you're Being cheap making. will cost you. Being cheap. Oof, man. <laughs> bars. Trap bars. Trap bars. <laughs> so, so, so that's another thing we have to do with our consciousness. We can't be out here, keep on complaining about paying somebody's price and then think we're going to be an entrepreneur. Because if you are putting that energy out there and your vibe attracts your tribe, like Einstein said, that everything is energy. That's all there is to it. If right. you match the frequency of what you want to manifest, it has to appear in your life. This dude won a Nobel Prize in his mid-20s because he understood that everything is energy. E equals MC squared. That's all that is in layman's terms. Everything is energy. energy. Everything is energy. So you can't be putting out that energy uh, uh, where, of fear where you're scared to pay this man's price because guess what kind of energy is going to come to you when it's time for you to charge for something? Customers are going to have that same fear paying your price. Come on, because you're attracting that with your vibration. If I hit a tuning scarcity. fork, scarcity. If I hit a tuning fork in this room and there's a piano in that room, the only wire that's going to vibrate is the one that's on this tune. If this tuning fork is on C flat and I hit that joint, the only wire that's going to vibrate is C flat. Mm. Everything is in, to the rest of those wires. This thing might as well not exist. That's what you're doing to your clientele. Mm. Your vibe a.k.a. vibration, because I know all the kids be like, vibe, I, I, it's short for vibration. You know what I mean? It's a vibe. So when you put that currency vibe Currency is out, energy. Currency is energy. Current. You know what I mean? When they Listen, man, you, you know the science. You know what I mean? But the whole vibe is that you got to put out what you want to receive. That same hole you give through is the same hole that you're receiving through. So if you're stingy, mm. the world going to be stingy with you. Man, so, I, bro, you crazy passionate. Know your stuff. Again, CMO, founder of Nove Money, um, man, and, and, and an economic activist, economic uh, and entrepreneurial supremacist. Word up. <laughs> in yeah. real life. Yeah, they're my right favorite here, people right, on the right, planet. Right here, right here in the Black House. That's it, baby. <laughs> We're all it. black. That's it. That's <laughs> he got it. the memo. He in a trap. He got you the memo. You know what I'm saying? I understood the assignment. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, he understood the assignment. Yeah. All right. So, 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 so um, are there any other things that you're working on you want to focus on now, or do you want us to reverse back to how you got here? 
Oh, listen, man. The next level of it is the trusts. Okay. You know what I mean? Like, um, again, y'all, y'all working with King J. Another thing that you're going to be able to purchase is uh, these trusts. This corporate transparency act mm. is coming down the pipe. Talk that like, talk. Like a, like a like you know what I mean? Like it's coming for you. And you know they just hired eighty five thousand more IRS agents. You got cats on TikTok. <laughs> no, that is. You, that, the biggest gang is the government. You know what Listen, I mean? Listen, they invested to hire 85,000 new IRA, IRS agents. How are you thinking they're making an ROI on that investment? If the average IRS agent makes 70 grand, 100 grand a year, do 100 grand times 85,000. How are they making that back, family? You Listen, tell me. They, they, they got this cat on TikTok talking about he makes $60,000 a month from turning in strippers to the IRS. You heard about this? Nah. Yeah, King. Um, so, so you know, if you turn somebody into the IRS. <laughs> Yo, they about to put informants out here in, in these entrepreneur, entrepreneur streets. Bro, if you turn somebody into the IRS, they give you 30% of the bill. You know what I mean? So he's turning wow. into strippers from like OnlyFans or he goes out to the club, see who get money, turns them in and then gets that bag. So, so, so what I'm saying is, it's a whole nother world out here. And what the corporate so transparency- tax snitches out here. Tax snitches now. We ain't Dang. have enough to deal with in the trap, bro. <laughs> so, so, so the whole play with this corporate transparency act is that uh, they are lowering the threshold for what banks have to report. So, so you know, it used to be transactions over ten thousand dollars, right. but they're lowering that joint to six hundred. And you got people what? trying to, yes, bro. The banks so got to report over six hundred, bro. So they're going in your PayPal. I was a nine thousand nine hundred ninety-nine dollar man. What is going on, bro? They're going in your Venmo, your PayPal, your Cash App. They they are like pulling the sheets back and um, trying to like just really get in everybody's business. Your only protection is a trust. You know, so we're working with the same team that, that uh, sold Kamala Harris her trust, you know, and, you know, we're talking about family trusts, mm. uh, uh, business trust, uh, charitable foundation trust, yes. because you want to own nothing, control everything. You know, a lot of my brothers and sisters out here in Atlanta, they are cash rich, but they are still financially illiterate. They found a skill no different from how a brother or sister will be good at boxing or be good at basketball they, or, or be good at, at making songs. They found a skill, but they still don't understand how money works. Mm. And so this whole game of, of the trust is where you're all of a sudden able to defer your taxes because you don't own it. You're able, all you should be collecting uh, uh, is, is enough to pay for the three Fs, which is food, fashion and fun other than that you need to be able to apply for benefits you need to qualify for ebt you know what i mean you should be getting paid from the trust and you're just a beneficiary of the trust and um so so we're going to be offering that as well to, wow. to put brothers you know, that trust game, game is serious listen own nothing control everything it's the same way this corporation called america works man. that's it that's it I, I used to preach and teach uh ownership heavy and we still do yeah. um to a degree there, there are strategies in which ownership obviously comes in handy sure but controllership controllership, controllership is the new ownership family bars trap bars <laughs> trap bars controllership, controllership is the new ownership that's it that's it and, and the whole idea to trust is that yeah, you still are able to have use of it. You're still able to live a wonderful life, but you just don't want them people in your business. You don't want them to be able to, you know, go go look you up, go to a notary, you know, put their name on your house, sell it. You're getting evicted. You don't even know what happened. You know what I mean? It's like, no, you need some privacy. Yeah. The difference between the Vanderbilts, bro, and the Rockefellers is the trust. 
Wow. The reason you never hear of a Vanderbilt running for Congress and you never hear, how when this dude was the richest man in the world, like, like at the age of 16, Cornelius Vanderbilt had his own ship. He started a whole shipping fleet, right? Why don't you hear their name anymore? Because trust. Why do you still hear the Rockefellers? You still got cats named John and Nelson Rockefeller in Congress right now. And um, it's because their children are trust fund babies. Mm. And that's what we got to start doing in our community. We got to create more trust fund babies. And we have to start learning financial literacy on a different level. If you're middle class and above, you need to be looking into the world of the trust. Even if you don't want to go with me and King Jay, you better go there for your family. That's a fact, man. Listen, we got something amazing for you. So, all right, so can you amass all this knowledge, all this passion, um, an amazing company, and it's a fintech company, right? Word. Like, how would you describe the company? Yeah, that, that's us. You know, uh, we're a fintech-based financial services company for consumers and small businesses. Wow. Yeah, and small business is defined by the SBA as any business with less than 500 employees. So that's that's where we're, that's where I think we've been getting a lot of press in black enterprise and places like this because of the fact that we're black owned, obviously. But our real unique value proposition is that there's never been an amalgamation of this particular group of products and services that can take somebody to financial freedom so easily. Well, wow, he said amalgamation. I don't even know what that. I can't spell it. I only got the definition man, for it. My, my man, smart, smart. <laughs> so, King. Tell us the journey, man. Where did Hazik Ali grow up? How did you grow up? What was the upbringing like for you, man? Uh, yeah, man. So I grew up in uh, D.C., like back when D.C. was the murder cap. Uh, not that that was something to be proud of, but cats That's was the proud of it. Yeah, it was like, it was, you know, we was on City Under Siege. They started a whole TV show because it was just open-air drug markets everywhere. And um, they, they actually put me on 60 Minutes before I was a teenager because my business was making more than a lot of cats' parents. Wow. But didn't nobody tell me what to do with it, you know? So I was just out there getting it how, you know, What was your I business could. doing? Uh, we were selling T-shirts, buttons, and whatnot. I had created a syndicate of a bunch of youngins my age, and we was just running around on the mall. Like, one of our buttons was this joint called uh, Racism is an Illness, Are You Sick? And then they just couldn't turn down little kids and whatnot. So we was running the scoreboard up. And, um, you know, you fast forward to college. I ended up getting kicked out of college because my scholarship uh, covered everything. Let me back but up a second. I want to back up a second. When you were coming up, um, working your way into entrepreneurship, uh, what made you, so in your upbringing your home, were your parents entrepreneurs? Yeah, my um, pops was an entrepreneur. You know what I mean? He, he ran this, um, this bookstore called Pyramid Books, cool. books buying about people of African descent. He was an editor at a hilltop. He was a hella smart dude. Like, he graduated... Uh, high school at probably like 15 or something like that. And then, you know, he went on to college and stuff, had me when he was about 20. And then um, first he had uh, this company called Lidco, which was Liberation Information Distributing Company. And he was just all about spreading knowledge of self to our people. Mm. Um, there's this quote that says, a people without knowledge of their history is like a tree without roots, Correct. you know. And, um, I think that's so, Marcus Garvey. Yeah, I think that's Garvey, too, who's my man. You know, yes. that, I'm, I'm a Garvey dude. Like, you know, yes, I love Malcolm. Yeah, yeah, bro, I'm a Garveyite, bro. Like, I, I, I can't wait. I was just thinking about this when I was out there sitting in the lobby of this. this if y'all ain't come to the Black House yet, when you come to Atlanta, this need to be on your stop of, like, landmarks, man. It, I mean, I'm just so proud of y'all, bro. Thank you, But man. I was sitting out there in the lobby when we were waiting to record and the queen had brought me the water and everything. And we just started talking about the fact that like, yo, when they going to do a movie? Because they're going to do a movie about you one day, bro. I could see it. And I was like, um, yo, when they going to do this movie about Garvey? 
So if y'all out there listening and that's your particular skill, man, get that cracking. Because I remember there was a time I had said that about Harriet Tubman. And now we got that thing. Right. But, man, they don't Garvey want movie going to be... They don't want that one. They that's don't the, want that one, bro. Right, but we do. We do. Create, don't wait, my wife said. Come on, man. Creativity next to godliness. So somebody hear us right now. Yeah. But, um, you know, uh, 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 people without knowledge of their history is like a tree without roots. And so uh, my pops was just about getting these magazines from the diaspora out there, distributing them everywhere from like 7-Eleven. Back in D.C., we had Giant and uh, Safeway. That, that was our Publix. That was our Walmart. And he would get the magazines all out there, but he wanted to touch the people more. So then when my little brother died, um, he took some of that life insurance money and then he started uh, Pyramid Books. And um, there was one right on Harvard, uh, Georgia and Harvard, um, you know, down the street from Howard University, where uh, there was this big yellow building. Anybody from D.C. would know this big yellow building with uh, this sphinx head on the, on, the, on, the, on the face of it. It was like a landmark in D.C. Wow. and whatnot. And, um, but, but with that said, my pops was always more for the mission than the commission. He, he was never really about the money. He, he right. wasn't really on that play. Kind of like Garvey, man, you know, like like where Garvey, you know, he, he, he was doing a lot of commerce, but it's not like he died a wealthy man. Right. You know, he was um, trying to have a foundation for, for, for everybody. Word up. And so that that's what my pops did. He didn't necessarily leave us buildings. You know, some some could you, you couldn't be punished for saying he left us bills. But what else he gave us was a foundation that we could build upon. Absolutely. And um, so so I owe I owe everything to his example. He gave me all kinds of jewels, bro. Like, I remember um, one jewel that has changed my life as a leader servant was I would see him in a store and people might come up in the store and say um, they were looking for a certain book and he didn't have it in stock. And he would send them down the street to Howard University bookstore. He would send them, you know, uptown or wherever. And um, I would be like, well, well, why would you do that? And then he taught me that, well, hey, if I don't have it, but yet I become the trusted source when they're looking mm. for it, then they're gonna come back anyway. And so that kind of thinking has abundance changed my life. Abundance mindset as yeah. well. Yeah, abundance and, and a mindset. Service mindset. I wanna make sure you as a customer is happy even if I can't serve you. Personal. I'm not gonna hoard the information, I'm not gonna redirect, I'm not gonna... Word up, bro, and that's why you resonated with me so strong, you know, when you would be out there on the street corners just teaching the lessons because, mm. you know, Obviously, you're out there doing it for free. I do something similar every morning. Like I do this show called Good Morning Millionaire because, um, you know, not only do I give them the mindset and the heart set and the skill set, I've been doing it every morning, you know, for the past probably like six, seven years Wow. Um, from all over the world. Like if I'm in Costa Rica, if I'm in London, wherever I am, I'm still doing a show. They know they can count on it because that was my promise to God when I when I found myself homeless. I was like, yo, if you'll just bless me to be a blessing, then, wow. then I'm gonna turn up. But um, that that's, that's why I love your movement so much, bro, because you didn't have to be out there teaching for free, but you did it because it was on your heart. And uh, if our people thought like that more, bro, then we would be in a whole different position, bro. Right, it's over. Yeah, yeah I wanna tap into something real quick. Um, maybe a sensitive subject. You mentioned your brother passed. Yeah. Um, and uh, I wanna ask you how he passed. Yeah. And you also mentioned he had life insurance yeah. on him. Yeah. Um, as a child, I assume. Yeah, well, what happened was the babysitter had insurance. And, mm. and that's how, you know, um, because, uh, you know, I don't, I don't believe that, nah, it, it wasn't a life insurance type thing. Like my family, you know, we, we grew up Muslim, 
you know, and, and I still love the teachings, et cetera, so forth. I can't sit here and say that I'm devout five times a day praying, et cetera, so forth. But um, I'm a seeker of truth. And um, one of the pieces of Islam is that they don't really, for some reason, and I have my theory, so I don't want to go there and, and be offensive sure. to anybody who may be listening. But for some odd reason, right now, we can't even get my mom to get life insurance, you know, mm. even as the family begins to age because of um, some Elias. of the doctrine. Gotcha. Yeah. Okay, cool. But with that said, the, the babysitter, uh, so my, my brother, he fell down some steps at a babysitter's house and um ended up dying from the concussion oh man you know, sad to hear that. yeah yeah it was, it was a wild thing in our family and whatnot but um you know there's opportunity and adversity so my pops took that money right there and opened up the first bookstore gotcha. and, and, and untold tens of thousands hundreds of thousands had benefited like my mentor is um you know a giant of a man named les brown mm. and it was wild because when i met him um we had already kind of bonded and he was referring to me as his spiritual son, but it turned out that he had known my father, that my father introduced him to Kathy Hughes, who was the owner of XM. At the time, it was um, a radio station in DC called WOL, but now she's the owner of XM Sirius Satellite Radio and all of that, obviously. But, um, yeah. you know, that's the kind of dude that my pops was. He just knew everybody plug. in the community. <laughs> just a plug. Yeah, yeah, man. All right. So you went through entrepreneurship as a youth, selling the pins, got on, what, you said 60 Minutes yeah, something like yeah. that, right? Mm -hmm. Hustling in D.C. Um, did you ever get drawn to the streets with so much street activity going on, going on in, 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 around you in D.C.? Well, you know, not like not like a bunch of my friends, like, because my parents were like super uh, controlling, which I didn't understand at the time. And, um, you know, I'm probably in therapy partly because of some <laughs> of that right now, you know. But, but it saved you from some few But things. it saved me, no doubt about it, bro, because out of like 10, 11 of the cats on my block, some that were friends, some weren't, everybody dead except for me and this one other cat. Wow. They either dead or, or doing football numbers, you know, except for me and this one other cat. Um, you know, who, who was like one of my best friends. So it definitely saved us. But, um, you know, when I when I ended up getting to college and whatnot and my scholarship covered everything but my books, you know, um, I ended up kind of like delving into, you know, um, sort of like th that illicit kind of trade and, um, you know. That corner it, trap activity. Yeah, corner <laughs> trap activity, you know, and, and had no excuse doing it, except I was able to rational, I was able to tell myself rational lies, mm, you know, because. Rational they, they were, lies. Yeah, word up. And, and you know, so one day my roommate threw a roach in the trash can, ended up burning down our house. And then, um, oh, so not a roach, uh, insect roach, but a, a, nah, a little, little weed joint yeah, roach. Yeah, yeah, way before, you know, so, so burns down a house and then we end up, um, moving and then we end up in a, in a, uh, what they call the drug free school zone, which is another whole kind of trap. And then I ended up serving an undercover. And um, that's how I ended up, you know, in jail and, and getting kicked out of school and all of that. Oh, wow. They brought me up on what was called kingpin charges at the day, at, at the time. And, um, you know, I wouldn't I wouldn't uh, talk about the other cats that I was involved with. They ended up putting me in there. So let, let, let's back that up. So, boom, you're in college now. Where you go to college? Uh, Florida A&M. So you're in Florida A&M. Yeah. 
Got a scholarship. Yeah. Academic sports. Yeah, academic. Academic scholarship. Yeah. Everything covered but books. Yeah. You figure I'm a, I gotta hustle. I'm a, I'm a rational lies or rational lies to myself. Yeah, yeah. That yeah. I, I need to hustle a little bit to cover my books yeah, and, yeah. and make a way when there's probably some other ways you could have yeah. went about that. Yeah, without a doubt. All right. So you so you so you 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 you're, you're in in some corner trap activity. Yeah. End up selling to an undercover. Yeah. There's, there's weed, there's coke. Yeah, yeah there's, this is weed. This is weed. You know what I mean? So you sell weed to an undercover. Yeah. How old were, how old were you then? Um, man, probably like maybe 19, 20. Gotcha. At that time, yeah. In a, in, a, in a drug-free school zone. Yeah, in a drug-free school zone. And see, so you know, that was instant time. And um, the public defender, the public pretender was here for it. He was just like, man, it's nothing we could do, et cetera, and so forth. I was like, yo, it ain't going down. First like charge this. ever? Yeah, yeah. This is my first charge ever. And he was just throwing. As a college kid. Yeah, bro, as a college kid. I'm like, nah, this count for how something. Much, how bro. much weed you selling? Bro, it was nothing. It was it was nothing. But they were they were watching some cats in the community, I suppose. And um, they just thought that I was with them and whatnot. Mm. And um, and then I guess they'd been kind of watching us for a while. And so they thought that I was somebody like my, my roommate was off somewhere. So I was the only one there. So it was all on me, even mm. though it wasn't all on me. Right. So, you know, I'm in there. The the, the public pretender. Is Were you able to bail out? No, nah, no. Nah, I had to sit in that joint. They didn't even give me no no bail. They, they wow. just literally like I had to sit in there until my court date. And then um, it ended up being like, you know, 33 days. I'll always remember that number. It was 33. And um. I know to some cats that ain't nothing because they, they like, you know. I could do that standing on my head. Yeah, like, bro. Yeah. I don't want to do that standing on my head. Bro, I don't want to do that at all. Bro. Yeah, bro. It's just like, nah. I, I refuse to normalize that. Like, I, I, it ain't it ain't cool to me. I don't glamorize it. I really just started sharing this part of my story because um we've been working so heavy with reentry programs and, and helping them brothers see that there's other kinds of uh, ways to make money besides working at Waffle House, which, you know, maybe right. you know is the number one employer of cats that's coming home. Wow. I didn't know that. Yeah, man. Um, and that's like slavery. Everybody, you know, side note, everybody thinks slavery over because they think slaves work for free. <laughs> yes, bro. It's, it's rebranded. It's rebranded. Slaves never work for free. Slaves work for just enough, man. And, 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 and you know, so, so what? They, they would just enough food, just enough clothing, just enough shelter right. to make it back the, to work. You know, some people call a job today the plantation. You know what right. I mean? And then so what you do? Just enough to keep from getting fired. And then they pay you just enough to keep you from quitting. And, and the good news for you out there in capitalism is that, your whole goal should be to stand out. You know, you done sold your skills to that manager. You done sold your skills to the boss of that company. Stand out. Go the extra mile. It's never crowded at the top. Mm. But we don't get it. We all just, in this just enough culture of mediocrity, and then you wonder why cats is living hand to mouth. Why you running around on bald tires, risking your life when it rain outside. You killing yourself slow because you won't be extraordinary. You wow. know, but anyway. Culture trap. Culture trap, bro. Culture trap. Just exactly. get by. Just, just get enough. by, bro. Everybody you think you're beating lame. the system because I'm just getting by. Yeah. I, I'm, I'm texting on the side and work. Yeah. I ain't really doing my job in yeah. excellence. I think I'm getting over on my boss yes, because I'm bro. doing this. Yes, you're bro. You're getting over on your... 
right self. now, right now, we we putting out all these ads looking for employees, but everybody wants to live off unemployment. They don't know what they're doing to themselves in terms of the skills that they're lacking. You you could be compounding like if a penny doubles, thirty one days straight, that's ten point seven million dollars. Like Einstein called that the what? eighth wonder of the world. Yeah, that's compounding, bro. If, if a, penny a penny doubles, one penny, two penny, four pennies, eight pennies, thirty one days later, you got ten point seven million dollars. Like I gotta do that math. That just sounds ridiculous. Yeah, I heard bro. something like that before. Before, but I, yeah, tell them to go Google it. Go pull it up on YouTube or whatever. <laughs> but what you're doing when you're settling for unemployment and they think they're getting over, it's like you're killing yourself because there's a whole new group of young lions that's going to eat your lunch while you're out there chilling right. and think you're getting over. You're not over. building a network. You're not building skills. You're not motivating yourself. Come on. You're not giving yourself an opportunity to progress. You sitting in the house, you bust a little local local moves or unemployment or something other kind of government check where you've actually been progressing building compounding your, your value compounding, compounding your, your, your value. life compounding your talent that's compounding it. your potential that's it. all that especially coming from the hood i'm from the hood is the culture trap that's the culture trap i know people that they, they so goal is to get on yes some kind of uh section eight or some kind of unemployment and, and rock that joint and keep it for as long as they Bro, can and think they're getting over on somebody and i get it it's what francis Cress wells and uh may she rest in power would, would call post-traumatic slavery syndrome mm. where it's like you know the field nigga man that's that's how you do it it's like you break the hose because then masks are going to come out. Now we got a day off because ain't no equipment to work the field with. Right. You know what I mean? You, you, you. I get it. It's like, you know, uh, uh, Bud's right, Master money. get over on us. I'm going to get over on Master. I'm going to get over on Master. Yeah. But this is a whole new day. You're only a slave if you're a slave in your mind these days. Mm. And so um, that's why we so big on mindset. Like in my morning training calls, we call it uh, millionaire-minded or, or good morning millionaire. Because what I try to get cast to see is that this society, this culture trap, traps you into looking at your environment letting it infect your thoughts and then that becomes your spirit mm. and what we say is you got to flip it around you got to start from the spirit like i'm a king like i'm a little baby god like i was created by the creator to be creative right that's got to be the spirit and then all of a sudden let that infect my thoughts. thoughts and then i'm gonna see different things in my environment because mm. you don't see with your eyes you see with your mind you know what mm. i mean like that's why me and you could walk past the same abandoned building and i look at it like it's trash and you look at it like it's treasure mm. you know what i mean because you don't see with your eyes you see with your mind right and that's why it's so important to do personal development because personal development is short for personality development and personality creates your personal reality mm. you know bars a hey, Peace Family Real Estate Pioneer, Jay Morrison, coming to you live from the Black House. Uh, why haven't you got your first of its kind video textbook, excuse me, interactive video textbook experience, the 12-step real estate crash course? This book will make you a real estate power player in real life with over six and a half hours of video lessons with 290 pages of real workbook experiences, tests, quizzes, assessments that give you the skill set, mindset, and formulas needed to dominate in real estate and be a power player in any part of the industry in real life. Homeowner, realtor, wholesale, landlord, flipper, developer, don't matter. You need this book. Your family needs this book. Go tap into the link right now for your, for your interactive, first of its kind, video textbook experience in real life tap in so okay you're going through college you catch this charge you lose your scholarship where you're kicked out of college at this point yeah i'm kicked out uh, but 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 first uh you know after after the the, the the public pretender was like playing these games i addressed the judge myself 
because I knew that like what I had to do was like make myself stand out. I couldn't be like ordinary. I had to put a little extra with it. I had to be mm -hmm. extraordinary. I had to make sure that I, so I got certain people to write me letters and whatnot. And then I, I presented to them and I let them know that like, hey, listen, I, you're not going to have to worry about me no more. Like this ain't the place for me, right. et cetera, so forth. And um, you can feel it in my soul. I'm saying listen, it. you can feel it in my soul. I'm, I want you to see it in my eyes, hear it in my tone of voice. Like I'm not, I'm I, no, this ain't this ain't about to be my story. And then um, I went back to the college, and um, so the judge let you out. Yeah, so probation the judge, or yeah, 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 had hella probation and stuff like that. But um, let me out. So that was good with me. And then uh, I went back to the college and uh, may he rest in power. Dr. Frederick Humphreys let me back in and was going to reinstate my scholarship and everything. But the secretary like hated on me. Like, I don't know what she had against me, bro. To this day, I don't understand it. But now I see it like Steve Jobs got this quote where he's like, uh, you can only connect the dots looking backwards. You know, but but you can't see them going forward. That's why you just got to trust that the dots are going to connect. Mm. The way I say even it is the that, bad dots, even the bad dots, bad bro, dots. the way I always say it is for the man with goals, everything helps. For the man without goals, nothing helps. You know mm. what I mean? Trap bars, trap bars. So um, I, I talked to they, so so boom, no more college because Shadi hated on me. And I didn't see I didn't see where my life was. I didn't get what it was. Now I see it so clear that like all of this was was for a thing because, um, you know, who knows where my life would have headed had I gone with the degree where if had I gone with I, I'd probably the secretary be said all right I ain't hate and come on in now you're a college kid and you could have been doing caught in the corporate trap or the college Bro, trap what or, you mean that's where I was headed I was in SBI I had won the um freshman oratorical contest like um Tom Joyner's son was in there with me you know what I mean you know Oscar what up if you watching you know what I mean there was other big dogs in there I destroyed everybody in that joint like I always <laughs> I always had like um, sort of a gift of communication and making things that were maybe kind of complex seem kind of simple. Mm. And um, so, you know, long, long story short, so I get kicked out out of that. And then, um, you know, so now I'm hustling in the music game. You know, like I have a Pandora station or I got like songs in certain movies and stuff like that, but I could never understand. Um, matter of fact, I was funding, um, doing a big part of funding for one of my homies, uh, you know, uh, music career, where uh, we had the first independent artist on MTV Jams and all that. So just always hustling. I just never had a job. I was right. just always trying to get it out here. And um, But, you know, my therapist helped me see that because I, I had a lot of resentment about my music career days because I was <laughs> like, yo, I feel like this person should have did more or this, this should have went a little bit different or, yo, where's the, recipro the, the reciprocity with this situation? I, right. I would, it would be a weight on me until my therapist broke down that a lot of times when we look back at our regrets, we romanticize stuff that it wouldn't have necessarily gone like that, bro. Right. Like I was looking at the record deal like that's the finish line. There ain't no finish line. There's a pretty big gap between getting a record deal and being Drake. Right, being successful. Yeah, yeah. bro. There's only 100 billboard slots. You got a better chance of being an NBA player, and, those, and that's astronomical. You got a better chance of being in the NFL or something. You know how many studios is in Atlanta? And all these cats is battling for the same 100 billboards. Anyway, but um, so so playing in the music game, now I find myself married, you know, with children and everything. And, um, you know, I love being a father. I love being a husband. Like, now, what was, year was that? This is, uh, this is like um, probably like maybe 
98, 99 or, or, or 2000, something like that. I got, I got married mad young and stuff, but I loved the girl. And then she got pregnant and stuff. And, um, you know, it was just one of them things like, you know, I, right, well, we about to do this then. And, um, but you know, you're still chasing a music game. You're not really self-actualized. I was probably like now, you know, again, I can't shout out therapy enough. You know, because I think that yeah, to be the mental health is, is yeah, bro. Helps the wave. Yeah, bro. We be getting a tune up for our car, but we don't even be tuning our brain up. But at any rate, you know, um, I can recognize now that I must have been a, a, a handful. So I'm, I'm not blaming her and I'm not disrespecting her. But she ended up stepping out on me with like a dude that I considered my friend and whatnot. And then, um, then you know, um, on, uh, right after that. Cause it was just this perfect storm of events how I ended up homeless. Like, like after that right there, uh, my pops passed away just as we were starting to kind of rekindle our relationship because um, I, had left, I had left home and never looked back. Like I, I kind of like did not necessarily enjoy my childhood, mm. you know? And um, so I'd go back to DC and not even holler at them cause I'd be all smoking my weed or doing whatever, just, just like just trying to get to it in whatever way I saw fit at the time. And then it, after all, I'd been kicked out of school. I was already like a, probably like, you know, kind of like a um, a rebel and all this. So now it's like, I don't want to hear nobody's speeches. I'm not about to come right. work in a bookstore. Like, I love you pops, but it's like, nah, I'm not about to do that, you know? And um, we were just now getting to the point where we were starting to like get our bond back together and all of that. And then, um, you know, then he passed away and then, um, at this point, I had like a bunch of stores, like like in uh, in the different malls in Atlanta. I had like a bunch of kiosks and stuff, and this was like around the time of the DJ drama stuff. And I hired this uh, this staff member, and um, he sold some bootleg album. I think he sold like a bootleg Ti CD to like um, some undercover. And uh, bro, they did a synchronized raid, shut all my stores down. Wow. Your stores, music stores? Yeah, yeah, yeah. All my music and media stores just shut all them joints down. I came in with the letters on their jacket and everything, and um, that you know, and it was like, like you know, like the winter season, and your kids don't want to hear no shit about Kwanzaa and all that. So it just ruined my life, bro. <laughs> it was just like horrible. Wow. Then I moved in. Pops with, passed like, away at that time yeah, too. So, rest yeah, in power. all of this. Yeah, so, rest in power. All, all, all of this happened in like the same kind of like. 12 to 18 month period and so um i was in a really dark place at that point like mm. um i had moved in with uh one of my homies who had, who was breaking up with his wife but then he got back together with his wife and uh his frat brother moved in and um you know i always say he was a terrorist like i used to call him osama been drinking you know right. what i mean and he would just be like just uh, you know we had no window panes in the house. Um, and he'd be running the AC and all of that. Like, like it's like, bruh. And, and then he'd always be hating on, on my house. Like, why don't you get a job? I'm like, why don't you help pay some bills, bruh? Right. And um, I remember one day, you know, because I don't eat a lot. But when I eat, I try to eat good. I had brought this, this good meal home from some restaurant or something. And then I got back. He had ate my food. Like, somebody was going to die, bro. So <laughs> at that point, I just moved out of that joint. And then I was just sleeping in my car and all of that. And just grinding, grinding, like, like still just trying to put something together. I ended up opening up a store on uh, Campbellton Road. Anybody from Atlanta knows Campbellton Road. And I was sleeping in the back of that joint and just, just trying mm. to get on my feet and whatnot. And, um, you know, at that point, 
you know, I expanded from there. I opened up another cart in uh, one of the malls. Uh, me and David Shands had had stores like down down the hall from each other. And one of my employees, she goes to this meeting uh, where, where there was cats in suits and all of that. And now she's like a, a big time model and whatnot, like on Instagram and whatnot, like, like her name's Salam and all of that. And I always shout her out because without her going to this meeting, like who knows, it's just wild how God works, right. like everything be having a, so, um, you know, I was like, where's she going? So then I go up in a meeting and whatnot, because I always used to watch my my employees' um, Instagrams because they be lying, bro. Like, <laughs> you know, the mall be finding you when you open up late, and they'll tell you they sick, and really they was turning up in the club or right, something. Right. So at any rate, you know, I, I, I go to the meeting, and this one cat is in there, and he's probably like, you know, whatever, late 20s, and he was at like $36,000 a month, something like that. And then his little homie was like 19 at like 19,000 a month. Like it, mm. I was just like, yo, this is crazy. It turns out that this was a world of home-based businesses. After I did a little research, I found out that Garvey had the first network marketing company. Like it was called the UNIA, the Universal Negro Improvement Association. Right. And Garvey, like in, in six years, had two million members, like with no Facebook, no, no Twitter, no, no, right. no TikTok. You know what I mean? He was just out there grinding. And, and infecting other people with the spirit that he had right. for, for, for our liberation. And so um, when that company ended up crashing, me and a bunch of uh, other homies uh, decided to put together this thing called Nove. And the difference between me and them, which I see so clearly now, when, when you talk about connecting them dots from the past, what I see so clearly now is that all of this stuff kind of played into it because they started falling off little by little. You got cats that's like 22 that was making like 50000 a month and all of that. Cats was like, so, so they're like, this ain't enough money for me. Then this one would fall off. Then this one would fall off. Then this one would quit. Then this one would fall off. And then before you know it, bro, um, you know, we're, we're congealing the, the model, getting it better and better, getting it more and more airtight until a couple, uh, you know, probably like now, maybe two years ago, maybe a year and a half ago, the last cat ended up leaving us. And and some would say betraying this, us. This is in Nove? Yeah, this is in Nove. Because gotcha. we started with like a, a dozen founding members, bro. Wow. But they were used to making big money. And I was used to living off 12 cents a day. Like, remember them African kid commercials where yeah. it was like the fly eating his eyeball and yeah. he, he too tired to blink? And you're like, 12 cents a day? How's somebody going to live off 12 cents a day, bro? I was, I was... I was sleeping, bro. I was down bad, bro. So it's like I was making it work. How do you stay, mo- so how do you clear, stay motivated bro? in that time to still keep pursuing entrepreneurship and opening these businesses and, and shooting your shot? Like, like, bro, I think it was just through, through the talent. Bro, I think it was just willful pride, bro. I think that, like, you know, my therapist said that you got to kind of like even the parts of yourself that you want to change because... There's always a good part and a bad part of these different qualities. Mm. Like a lot of times the worst thing about somebody is also the best thing mm. about somebody. You know what Facts. I'm saying? So, so, oh, don't get me wrong, bro. There was some dark periods. Like I said, the dude that that my ex-wife had stepped out on me with was a friend, bro. There were, I was, I was, bro, it's it it sounds crazy to to this version of myself, but bro. I was gonna redistribute the pain, bro. I mm. I, I, I was I was con- I, I had a little small plan to like take this dude out and myself like it was it was going to go wow. because i felt like i ain't have nothing bro i felt like wow. so my kids dark, weren't dark gonna place. respect me yeah like dark dark place bro yeah. when i met mr brown 
um, I was able to share with him and I got emotional when I did it. And I think that's one of the things that, that even connected us, bro, because he, he had this book called It Ain't Over Till You Win that I that saved my life and at least one other person's life, bro. Because wow. it was going to go down, bro. Like, I'm, I'm glad you caught that book. We need you out here. Bro, listen, it was going to go down. So I, I say that to say that like personal development, man, because I'd always felt that I was you know, people that always said, you know, like, I'm sure you heard the same thing. Like, oh, man, you got so much potential. You so smart, you know, but there's a difference between being smart and being coachable, right. you know, and it turns out it's a multiplication problem. You can be a 10 unwilling to learn, a.k.a. smart, but if you only a two unwilling to change, 10 times two is only 20. It's yeah. a, it's an index. It's like a multiplication problem. It's like, yo, you're supposed to be learning this new language. You know what I mean? But it's time to study. Same time the football game. Are you like, no, nah, I'm going to watch the football game. Well, you're not coachable. You're right. still going to be stuck in the same place. So, bro, at that rock bottom is where I decided it was time for me to get coachable, bro. When I read Mr. Brown's book, that's when... That's Les Brown talking about. Yeah, Les Brown. Mm -hmm. Like, like, uh, yo, that that is a giant of a man. That is a giant of a man. And he knows, like, how I feel about him. Like, that's like my pops and whatnot. Like, I've gone around the world with him, et cetera, so forth. Like, he, um, he's really taken me under his wing and whatnot. And, so um, Les Brown, and his words in his book saved your life and, and really prevented you from potentially hurting someone else and, yeah. and taking your own life. Yeah, 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 without a doubt, bro. Without a doubt. Like, like, um... I don't even know what made me pick the book up. I think it was a title. I think it was a title. Mm. Damn, I'm getting chills. Like, you know what I mean? Because, um, and it turns out that his son had said those words in some uh, Connect Four game they was playing, where, where, he, where he was like, but it ain't over till I win. And then he named the book that, you know? And, um, <laughs> but yo, that. that title just, that title, that title made me pick the book up. Because I'd always heard of Les Brown, but this book was just so amazing for me. Yeah. So, so... Uh, that's, that's that's an amazing part of the journey. So you're down to like 12 founding members of Nove. People are tapping out, right? The vision. Yeah, the members themselves are tapping out, look one after one. And 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 many of them have gone on to do great things, et cetera, so forth. It's just whatever's for you is for you. Right. And this wasn't for cats, you know what I mean, clearly. And then um, a couple years ago, maybe a year and a half ago, the final cat left who um, was in a CMO position. And... Um, you know, certain people will use the word like betrayal and all of that. But but one thing, one of the greatest books about entrepreneurship ever written teaches us through the story of uh, Jesus and his disciples, right, is that Judas is the only cat that committed suicide. Mm. Like cats can't really betray you. They can really just betray themselves mm. is what that teaches us. So, you know, God bless, God bless everybody. But but the whole point is that um, when I took over as CMO, you know, in my first year as CMO, we were blessed to make the Inc. 5000 list of fastest growing companies in America. Wow, there we go. We'll give it up for that. And it's right. All right. But, so, my brother, Hazik Ali here, Nove Money Guy. So, we're going to do what we call uh, King Ali, uh, uh, a trap, uh, um, Hazik, a, a trap translation, right? Yeah. And, um, really trap analysis. And so, how I look at it is like you were able to, um, by force, beat the college trap. Word. Make an intentional decision to beat the corner trap. You could have went back, oh, right, or you could have did some other kind of plays then, but you went through that journey. Um, had your own demons, own things you had to work through. Could have been pride, ego, all kind of things. Beat the culture trap within that and totally just 
defy the corporate trap. Yeah, right. To, to, right to 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 be this economic activist and entrepreneur supremacist. Word. Um, so I want to congratulate you on, 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 on beating those traps yeah. in real life. Appreciate um, being a fellow alum to the Inc. Five Thousand list. Okay, you know, baby. We, we was up there a couple of times. You know what I'm yeah, saying? Okay. Jay Morris Academy, fastest growing companies in the country. That's right. Um, and so now I want to put you in the trap seat, right? Our hot yeah. seat, and. Tell um, us, you already kind of gave us some, man. I didn't, I, I didn't know much of this, this story. That's why I love this podcast, opportunity to get to really know people I respect, and um, we're doing amazing things out here. So in the, in, in the, in the trap seat, we talk about a, a concept called trap blown. Okay. Right? This is where you blow the trap up, right? Yeah. And, and then blowing that up, I'd like for you to tell us, man, um, uh, what is... Uh, we're going to start on, on a downside, and we'll go to upside. Downside, yeah. what is one, one, I know you mentioned regrets, and now how you can use regrets, obviously, and connect those dots. Word. But what is either one of the more regrettable, shameful, or things that you would pull back if you could pull them back, right? And kind of yeah. blow yourself up, like, yo, if I could do that over again, yeah. I'm definitely... Uh, Man, I think um, that I would have I fought harder to uh, have, have a stronger, deeper relationship with my pops. You know, I think that I would, because there's so many questions even now that I wish I could ask him and stuff and like wish I could chop it up with him about whether, whether it comes to, you know, uh, relationships like, you know, you know, personal relationships like my lady or whatever, or, or when it comes to like even dealing with, with a uh, business or just life, like he was just the type of dude, like he would always have answers for you. And um, out of anger and, and bitterness and resentment, I kind of just let that go to the wayside. Mm. And, and I, if, if there's a regret that I have, then then it would probably be that. Awesome. Um, and, and I say awesome because it's an opportunity for our audience to be able to learn yeah, man. from that. Yeah, right? man. That's I the opportunity. I felt yep, it when yep. you said it. And that's the opportunity here, right? If yeah. you look at, if you're someone that has been betrayed, yeah. someone that's been cheated on, yeah. someone that's been massy and grossly disrespected, and you feel like yeah. you need to get vengeance or yeah. revenge, yeah. or you're in a dark place, you can pull from um, King Azik's experiences to see where he's at now as founder and CMO of Nove Money, all this knowledge, all this energy, but still went through dark times in his life and was able to go through. Um, sees through therapy, right, mental health, tuning up his mind, sees the opportunity for, um, uh, for, and this for, for you all to grow from if it's that parent, if it's that loved one, that brother, that sister, friend, who you know and think in your spirit you should reconnect with or you got some anger or some resentment or some pride in the way from connecting with somebody that may not always be here. They won't right. always be here. They won't. You want to be able to pull from these circumstances. And if you're someone that's an entrepreneur that got a vision and you are maybe homeless, you are sleeping in your car, you can see what the end result can look like and it's also due to the amount of information he was able to obtain. That's it. That information never went anywhere nah. despite all of his challenges, That's right? Fact, so I want to make sure you guys pull from that resource. So now talk to us about more on the positive side. Um, all right, I'm going to give you, you could, you could pick. I'm going to give you two options, right? So we got one part of Trap Blown. You could just talk about one of your biggest days, biggest expenditures, and when you just blew a bag. Like when you just like, you know what? I deserve this. I done been through all of that. I deserve this. I'm treating myself. You, yeah. can, talk, you can go there if you want. Or you could just go into an amazing experience, something that would just blow our minds, somebody you met, something you've done, where you're just like, oh, wow, I can't even believe I'm here right now. Yo, man, I, I give a little bit of both. Like, um, because uh, I was homeless, and it, it, it felt really incredible to pay off my home. You know, mm. to have my home with like no mortgage and 
And, um, you know, all I got to pay is HOA fees because in my mind, that meant that I'll never go back. That meant that, right. like, you know, it's so funny with the market being what it is. It's like you're getting text messages and cards in the mail all the time. People trying to buy it. I'm like, no, no, <laughs> you know, not the kid. Matter of fact, you you know where I could buy some more of these, right. you know. Um, and then and then that wow moment you're talking about would definitely uh, probably be, you know, traveling the world with Mr. Brown. Yeah, like, had to uh, be. Yeah, because you traveling with Les Brown, that's just man, bro. Everybody and, can't do that. And, and it was so surreal because here's a guy that literally saved my life, mm. and literally, like, I wouldn't be here without him being obedient to God and putting that information mm. out there. So, in so many ways, he's just a representation of, you know. Not God. only where we all can go, yeah, but like, yeah, like God, like, God's like will. that God is real and that, that God's will, you know what I mean? And and that, um, you know, that that's just, it was just a wild moment, you know, and, and, and then it's crazy because, you know, maybe I saved his life. Like there, mm. there was this moment, I think we were in Costa Rica. Yeah, I think we were in Costa Rica and, and um, you know, he had this episode where where he I hope I'm not being disrespectful sharing it even but um he had this episode where where uh, he was choking on something and if I wasn't there who knows how that would have went down mm. you know what I mean because well it's just a long story but um it's just wild how God works and you were and, in his um, life for a reason yeah. back in his life facts yeah the dots man the universe it just has it, it, it knows what it's doing he knows what he's doing she knows what she's doing That's mother it. earth universe almighty god and most high however you want to look at him her it or hey it's out here and it's real That's it. Uh, absolutely all right so all right trap blown my brother got the tour of the world with les brown the les brown who saved his life from his darkest days yeah. of literally thinking about giving up his only life yeah Right? Yeah, facts. And there's people that's going through that out there in the world. I've been through that. Yeah. I've been through that. I've been homeless before. Like yeah. people don't know. Like I've literally had to like live in shelters or face living in shelters. Wow, bro. Like like no home, right? I never so, knew that. Yes. Like, so it's uh, amazing how many millionaires been through that, bro. <laughs> like, like so if you out there and you down bad, you just might be the next millionaire. You know what I mean? Like you just have no idea how these dots is gonna connect. Bro, I never knew that about you. That's crazy, bro. Multiple times, man. That's Multiple crazy. times. Yeah, I faced that. Faced that as a teen, a teenager, um, homeless, out on the streets, living from friend to friend house. Faced that coming home from prison. Yeah. I didn't have no address. Had to yeah. go to a shelter. I'm like, nah, I ain't sleeping in that shelter. Like, nah. Yeah. I just, I just roamed the streets in New York all night. Yeah. I just walked the streets all night. Yeah, bro. Um, and faced that even as an adult later on. All right, guys. So, um, Hazik Ali, trap blown for us. King Hazik, trap cheat sheet. Yeah. All right. Yeah. If, if you could speak to your, and I really, the spirit just told me, man, really your younger self, yeah. particularly yourself who was um, in the darkest spots of your life. Yeah. Or someone that's going through the darkest times of their life. Yeah. What is some advice that you could give them um, right now? A trap cheat sheet to beat the, the, the darkness trap. Yeah. I mean, and I know I've said this in like a, a couple of different ways, right? But the clearest, most succinct way I can put it is that it, it, it's almost like a warning because at the end of the day, God going to use you. You, you he either going to use you as an example or a warning, right? And um, the clearest way I can put it is that either your mind has to expand to match your goals or your goals is going to start to shrink to match your mind. Mm, trap 
bars. Yeah. So your mind is going to have to grow. You're going to have to get up out of that yeah. to get to somewhere bigger. Or you're going to just shrivel up and all your world just going to come down. Before you know it, you're trading in your happy life for happy hour. You know what I mean? <sighs> More trap bars. Listen, family, we all been through dark times. I've been through depression in real life. Like, literally, grown man crying deep down dark in foreclosure, blue millions, beating myself up. How stupid are you? Like, I really couldn't believe it. I literally... Yeah. Could not believe it. I thought I was like the worst, the biggest idiot in the world. Like, how are you up like three M's and you just run through it? Yeah, bro. To the fact you borrow money from your mom. Yeah, As bro. a grown man. Yeah, bro. With kids. That's you know crazy. what I mean? And we, we all go through things, but um, again, <sighs> I, I didn't allow, for a minute I did, but I was able to allow my mind to grow again. Yeah, bro. And, and to go meet uh, major grows. And yeah, I, I wanted to compliment you on your journey, man, of doing that. I didn't even know this about you. Appreciate my it. My brother man. beat the, the, the culture trap, the corporate trap. Uh, college trap and guys you could tap into this Nove money yeah. that he talked about in the beginning we got a partnership going on with the Legacy Center um, you'll see a commercial in this video most likely but also I want to tell you go to LegacyCenter.com forward slash money that's simple it. as that simple we just talking that. about bag talk and that's for you to get one start your own credit repair agency that's right start your own business funding agency that's right directly just get credit repair for yourself that's all you want to do that's it directly get business funding for yourself that's all you want to do Get consumer financing. If you're a coach, an instructor, a teacher, and you want to put a real price on your course from $500 up to tens of thousands, financing for your programs, right. for your courses, for your coaching. You ain't got to dumb your prices down. No. Allow the consumer to get consumer financing That's right it. through a black-owned financing agency and a partnership here at the Black House. And on top of that, what we said we're going to do for everyone that goes to LegacyCenter.com forward slash money for the Nove partnership, whether yeah. you want to create your own franchise or you want to just get any of the services for funding. If you're a coach that wants to get services for your programs and your courses right now through a black-owned agency. We know there's others out there, yeah. but through a black-owned agency, yeah. I'm also going to throw in uh, my 26-lesson, 13-hour-long business mastery program. Oof. Where I'm going to teach you the ins and outs of building up your business, difference between LLC, S-Corp, C-Corp, how Come to create on. your corporate veil, how to hire your team how to fire your team, how to create automation, sales, digital marketing, lead, funnels, exit your business, value your business, Come on. all that over 13 hours just for any of the programs you sign up through the LegacyCenter.com forward slash money, Nove partnership. Fire, bro. This is, my brother came on, the first thing he said is, I am a entrepreneur. You say? Entrepreneur a, supremacist. He's an entrepreneur supremacist, and me too. Yeah. We want y'all to win. We want y'all to be business owners out here and create your own lane. And the money is cheap right now. Tap into this credit game, man. There's over $230 trillion of credit in the world. Preach. Only $50 trillion of cash, coins, and currency. So we want you guys to tap into this opportunity, LegacyCenter.com forward slash money. And brother, I appreciate you. Please tell everybody where they can find you, be inspired by you, get those, those morning millionaire talks and all that. Yeah, right on. So my Instagram is uh, no money down king. You know, if 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 you want to uh, holler at us on YouTube, go to Millionaire Minded TV, and that's how you can tap in with the morning trainings. Uh, subscribe to the YouTube channel. Every single morning, we there giving you either mindset, skill set, or heart set to help you go further, faster, with less effort. You know, that's right. And he's teaching it from his real life experiences. So, family, another one for the books. You got to be empowered and inspired by this. And now we got practical action steps and tools you can use to grow your credit, grow your business credit. Also, grow a business within this enterprise. Right. Make sure you subscribe to the podcast, share this podcast, and most importantly, come back to the podcast for our next episode. But we just did it again, another episode down of how to beat the trap in real life. Real life.
Hey, Peace Family, it's Jay Morrison, co-founder of the Legacy Center here in Atlanta, Georgia. And I want to invite you all to be a virtual member of our building, our Class A office space, also known as the Black House. From anywhere in the world, you can house your business here in Atlanta, Georgia, and have your virtual address be our address. Get your own suite number. You also can get our virtual notary services, our virtual receptionist services, have a telephone line for your team, and get access to our meetings rooms, conference rooms, and get one day per month to actually visit our building and house your business here in real life. Family, this opportunity is just $40 per month or $300 for the year. Super discount for you to be able to have a class A office space house your business address two miles from Tyler Perry studio five minutes from the world's busiest airport right here in amazing Atlanta Georgia at LegacyCenter.com